in a world for friends one mission to bring freedom to everyone involved dude what the fuck are you doing doing the thing for the podcast just say the name fine it's the freedom friends podcast So that was the second time I got crabs. You already told us that story. Oh, maybe yeah. it was the third. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yep. I, Sorry. I think we're up to the fifth. We're waiting. Did for I tell us, you about so. that car wreck I saw this morning? You did. I was telling you about it. Yeah. You told me about Dude, it. Like I was fucked. Yeah. I was on my way to the store this morning. Yeah. And some car had gotten sideswiped. Like the whole left side was just absolutely jacked. But the other side was all right. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Fuck boys. That's right. It's time. It's Freedom Friends podcast time. Uh, brought to you by warfightertobacco.com. Use that code FTFO. Screw yourself that fucking sweet. 15% off. And of course, our buddies Icy Tech Coolers. Use that code Freedom Friends 10. Get yourself 10% off over there. And our good old buddies for all your CBD needs over at... Uh, fuck is that a wellness oh, well, <laughs> i'm going fast man i'm drinking strike force and booze shit so uh oh wellness.us use that code oh, freedom friends 25 get yourself a quarter off your order over there boys how the fuck we doing good good it's been good. a, it's been it's a fucking fun talk it's everybody been, it's been a long, all right i'll just fucking leave now it's been a long fun weekend <laughs> mike you just go fuck yourself all right jesus <laughs> Uh, so those of you watching, you're going to notice there's another handsome man in the, on the, uh, dais today. Uh, we're, I got my buddy Ross with me. I don't me. know if I'd call well, him out. handsome man here. I don't know if I'd call him another. I would call him the only. Yeah. Right. The, only. The, 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 more attractive of the, uh, five of Is this us. Is just yeah. because Sitting he's here. tan? Is that the. Yeah. Well, that? chicks dig accents too. So. That's, That's also true. true. Actually, um, I need to tell you a secret here. You're, you're faking it. You're stolen yeah, valor on the accent. I'm four generation Brit. Do you know how hard I actually work for that accent? Ladies <laughs> love it. Ladies love it. So uh, Rosin is the uh, training director for uh, for TPC for Tactical Precision Performance uh, Center. Tactical Performance, performance Center. Center. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Tactical Precision. We were just talking about precision on the range. Still precision. Yes, it is. Yes, uh, and I actually was fortunate enough. I, I was out at the range today with uh, Rosin, uh, getting some pistol work in, and uh, I fucking learned some shit, man. I learned some some good quality uh, quality tactics and quality uh, you know fundamentals yeah. that are really bringing back that the, the sharpening the skills. You know, so, so the next time you guys run across some steel targets while you're out hunting, <laughs> that was a little. Uh... Uh, this these were paper. Yeah, <laughs> these were paper. That was a little Jedi influence over there. There was man. Yes. No, no, you fucking crushed it, man. And and your philosophy on shooting is I I really dig it, and I appreciate the uh, taking the time, man. I really do. I like it. So it's always pleasure. Yeah, yeah, it's always pleasure. So uh, how the fuck's the weekend? Uh, it was good. You're uh, shaved, so it must have been good. Well, for you. no, Michelle just got out of surgery. Actually, she oh had, yeah, what the fuck? She had her appendix out, so she's been pretty much laid up for since then. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I uh, yeah. So you just throwing a wrench in the plans with the shave? Yeah, or? no, yeah. I'm just trying to piss her off more. I think. So. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> and I thought you were gonna be gone, man. I thought you were uh, rolling out. Oh, it's next week. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm I'm happy that you're here. Me too. Yeah. Very it's happy. always nice to see you. Thank you. Jazz over there being successful as fuck in your new adventure. Something like that. <laughs> Something we're, like we're, not, we're not talking we're not about, about it. We're not allowed to talk about it. 
No? No, because if I pay too much attention to it, I think it might break. Yeah, we don't want to change <laughs> so it. We're just not talking about it. It's a solid plan. Yeah. He's doing fine. We'll just say that. Yeah. <laughs> He's fine. It's not on fire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the level of standard we're going for right now. It's just not not on fire. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. No, it's still, we, no. it was a good weekend. I had a great time. Good. Um, met a lot of really cool people over the weekend. Some new groups. Um, so, yeah. Good stuff. I uh, had a Satmar meetup on Saturday, so Sunday fucking hurt. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. One of your Satmar boys is essentially just signing his paycheck over to me about every other day, so I'm I'm a fan of that guy. Fucking I. I like him. <laughs> He's yeah. good. I might replace you. He right. might be my new Marine. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Because right. I'm a hooker. Like, it is straight <laughs> you, up you, prostitute. You can, you can be bought. Oh, 100%. <laughs> can be bought. So, for you, it's love. But him, yeah. No, that's like. You're, it's money. Yeah, yeah. No, it's 100%. It's like, I'm the, I'm, the, I'm the John that still gets kissed on the lips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I call him daddy. You know, like, yeah, no, 100%. Like, hey, that's, yeah. Hey, money's yeah. green, dude. Yeah, business no. is business. No, I still love you. Like, I, you'll I get a Christmas card, but, like, I'll spend that night with him. Like, it'll. Yeah, yeah. sure. A few I, minutes I of it. fairness here. <laughs> this is what I'm witnessing. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's fine. It's okay. It's 2022, so mm-hmm. it's fine. Yeah. yeah. Totally hey. totally allowed. Yeah. Totally I'm, a, allowed. I'm a capitalist sex addict, so that's just... <laughs> that's <what> it, <laughs> Motherfucker, you're European. You guys are way gayer than us anyways. <laughs> well, depends. Last time, I watched, <laughs> last time I watched TV in Europe, I turned the TV on. I turned it on. A naked man popped up with a sparkler in his ass crack and started doing laps around. The, and I was like, that's enough of this. And I just shut it back <laughs> off. But I was like, that's why I don't own TV. That's right. why. Yeah. See? Yeah. That's why all Europeans are like, well, I read 300 books last year. And I'm like, that's because you've turned on your TV at some point. And we're just like, the fuck? And they yeah. just turned it back off. Well, I like, have the internet for that shit. So I yeah. keep it private. You don't. Like, and there is many a times when I even like turn on the internet and I'm like, that's enough for today. Yep. I'm all set. Got, got my fill. Didn't need to see that. You old fuck. I turn on the internet. <laughs> I, turn on my, I turn on my internet. Okay, I'm, not, I'm glad I'm not the only one that caught that. So, was like, do, you, do you know that the internet is, has that uh, rare quality that the actually pop ups, pops up what you search for? Oh, yeah. Believe, ask, ask him of, about yeah. his slap. <laughs> his algorithms are all fucked because Jazz fucked with him. <laughs> I didn't fuck with him. He just doesn't know what the proper search terms are. How the fuck do you search for a slap? What should I search for? We'll talk offline. It's going to fuck the whole algorithm for the show. <laughs> it just happened. It just happened. Right? I don't know. That depends. Justin, do you turn the internet on or off for the show? Like, yeah, is it turned to- on? Yeah, I, I, we- I turn the internet on for the show. Oh, okay. okay, the internet's yeah. turned on. Yeah. Stay, stay away from European sites. Like, right? do, we have, do, we have enough, do we have enough internet for the show? Is there enough? I don't know. I think we need to bump our internet. We do, Oh, do we need to, like, buy more internet? We need to buy more internet. Okay. Somebody <laughs> call the internet and let them know that we need a little more space. Yeah. I heard if it's not working, you just unplug it and plug it back in. So I'm told. <laughs> every every IT department ever. Can you print the internet? I don't think so. I so, think I think you can. And I don't I don't know. I mean, I've hit, an answer I've hit print on Google and it's printed no, no, before. All the internet. Yes. You can print it. Yes. Probably. No, you can. You can. You absolutely can. And actually you can set up a bot that would just continually scrub the internet and print it as it found it. You could absolutely just print the internet. Just, the problem is it would never, you'd never actually hit the end. This, like, this <laughs> podcast never seems to stay on topic. Disappoint me because like we have so much material to cover today and we have 
nothing but bullshit so far. So good on you boys. Uh, but we should maybe introduce our guest. Do you know what the trick is? I introduced Consistency. <laughs> you introduced him, but nobody knows who he is. So yet. Rossin. I'm gonna need. Let's, I'm let's gonna focus need. On tell us a little bit about yourself, buddy. Let, Where let, are you from? What do you let's do? Let's keep the mystery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's listened for ten minutes now, and he already is like regretting. This. <laughs> he's like, "Where the fuck am I right now?" Jesus. Well, we're supposed to have another guest, and I can see his face right now, going like, "There's no fucking way I'm getting on that show." <laughs> no, <laughs> actually, actually, I'm intrigued. It can go any worse. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, you yeah. have no idea. Oh, yeah. we, we've been way worse. <laughs> oh yeah. Don't worry about that. The guys used to drink a lot more in the early episodes. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a lot. Still a beginning, right? So oh, yeah. we can catch up. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, tell us about yourself, man. Where are you from? Uh, so I'm uh, from Eastern Europe, from Bulgaria. Now the next question is, where is Bulgaria? So if you know Greece, just north from Greece. Pretty easy. Just Be- north from Greece. Between Romania and Greece. So do you guys basically. do a lot of like, 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 like Greek-style sex? Over there, uh, like, I can tell you, you guys about like the sport, setup. Like, like Spartans, the Spartan world. Uh, we actually introduced women in sex. So uh, was, that a, okay. was, that a, was that a geopolitical way of asking if he was gay? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted to make sure I was tracking on the conversation, which was way smoother than mine because my answer was going to be like, "Where are you from?" and sexual preference. Like that was going to be the. Is a small animals count? No, dude. Oh, okay. No, that's fine. That's, no. that's fine. Okay. That's just like no. jerking off with with, with equipment. <laughs> aren't, those, aren't they called furries? <laughs> that's only if you're the animal. No, no, no. Yeah. That's no. It's what's known as a free range fleshlight. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! Yes. Oh. I told you the big bucks are dick and fart jokes. Did so, I say that earlier? So <laughs> it can get it can get worse than that. So that's yeah. nice. Yeah. 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 Uh, so I'm intrigued. From Bulgaria, <laughs> what do you do, man? What what brought you to uh to the the United States of America? Shooting, shooting, <laughs> purely shooting. Yeah, um, I love shooting. I love to teach as well. And so I one day I decided, well, uh, why not to uh, go and move? Actually, in the shooting mech of the world, United States, and hopefully it will stay like this for a long time. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, and, I mean, uh, we're, we're in Texas. We're not worried about it. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> By the way, considering moving in Texas, I'm in Utah right now. Move. In very yeah. uh, well, Utah's awesome too. It's awesome. It's great. It's, it's also, great. I love it there. But uh, you know, Texas is. It's uh, also gorgeous in Utah. It's, it really is. So it, pretty it is, there. It like, is. It's really pretty. Like all of it is gorgeous. Yes. It doesn't really matter especially, where you go, especially like in Salt Lake City, where that big cloud hangs over the city all summer. Like that's it's wonderful. You know, even this. <laughs> <laughs> the south or in Utah over there, it's uh, Red Cliffs. Yeah. It's yeah. really gorgeous, yeah. for sure. Well, I used yeah. to go to uh, Provo area and uh, like up like to Moab and Moab and shit and like do like off-roading. And it was fucking so much fun. It's such a good time. It's man. very popular there. Yeah. yeah. And then Provo Dirt is like biking, a college town. Off-roading. So, like, yeah. Like, when I was a younger gentleman, it was that was a good time, man. I used to love going up there. But. A little bit of soaking. So so you, you came over here to teach shooting. Yes. And where did you get your shooting experience? Uh so uh my background, I, I served in Bulgarian army for a few years. After that, um, seven years for uh United States Diplomatic Security Service okay. around Europe. Mm-hmm. Uh then I have several pi- private contracts like an instructor in the Middle East area. But, you know, contracting, it's uh, comes and goes, comes and goes. Always be looking. Uh, yeah, exactly. At, yep. uh, yeah. 
And at some point, I decided to move in the United States because, as I told you, I love shooting and I love teaching. So, so how old were you when you were in the Bulgarian army? Young, like in the twenties. Right. Yeah. See, he could have said twelve, and I would not have been shocked. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been like, that would have been like, no, no, no. That's, no, that's the age right. that we start drinking there. Ah, that's <laughs> what. See, yeah, that's what I got mixed up. Yeah. That's when you're like, where'd you get your shooting experience? And I wanted to be like, he's Eastern European. Like that's, well, <laughs> that's come out kind of, the of a way of life there. <laughs> like at eight, eight years old, it's like, congratulations, Opa, here's your Kalashnikov. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, better at long range. My mistake. Here's a dragon off. <laughs> either way, you're getting something with an off on the end of it. Yeah. Like it's a, it's yeah. like my family name, right? Unless you're off. fat. If you're fat, then you get a PKM. There you go. You're, you're a machine gunner. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So how long have you been in the States teaching? So uh, seven years. Seven oh, years? Right. Seven years. Yeah. Close to seven years. Yes. Nice. <clears throat> now, you're, as a teacher, you go from like center to center, right? And train. So you go to like a tactical center and then like help put on classes there? Or is most of your stuff digital or like? Uh, traveling around. So, traveling yeah. around the country and I love traveling. And uh, that's a great opportunity for me to see more of... Uh, more of America, right? Sure. Now, are you mostly dealing with like civilian learners or are you doing like department and all that kind of stuff? Both. 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 So, uh, uh, tactical performance center, the, the school that we're running, uh, our speciality, it's a marksmanship, uh, how to achieve the high performance with the handgun rifle. It doesn't matter with the firearm. So we have very focused for that high level of performance. So marksmanship, and uh, I like to kind of uh, differentiate, you know, combative skills in order to be complex. In my opinion, you need to separate the marksmanship skills, the tactical knowledge and the ability to apply it in an adequate way, in an adequate situation. Sure. And a mindset and awareness. Of course, there was a fourth factor, that's the physical fitness, but uh, especially for a uh, uh, civilian part, it, you are what you are. Uh, if you decide to change your life style, that's awesome. It contributes, but uh, Dude, we don't even want to run a mile. So yeah, fucking, right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing a mile run for charity, the four of us, mm. and we're always looking for reasons to get out of it. Like all, <laughs> all of you combined to to run the mile. Oh, and to we finish want to talk about a fucking that. relay race, man. Fuck. No, no, it's a race. It's a race, <laughs> not a relay. Because then, who are we racing? It's a race. Well, we still do. It. We still do lap times. You're all racing death. It, that, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Both words lap. start with R anyway, so it doesn't matter so much. Yeah. So, a race. so the big goal, though, with you is like maximum effect, efficacy with fewest amount of rounds is essentially. Not necessarily with the fewest amount of rounds, but uh, the ability to control the firearm and to mm-hmm. achieve uh, excellent accuracy under speed. Okay. So that's the marksmanship aspect. Right. Yeah. Of like, combative skills. Like today, we we worked on uh, on uh, control pairs. Correct control pairs. You know, they shoot can... off reset and stuff right. like that. Like I mean, it was it was it was you know it's very fundamental based. You know, and it was nice. It was it was. Sometimes I, you got to like all the high speed stuff's fun. You got like, you got to bring it back to basics. Like going man. out to Jesse's place and getting to play at RDI you know, and just getting sure. to do goofy shit is a blast. But sometimes you just have to sit there and be like two round reflexive fire from an off ready position and just know how to put two rounds on target and then read the target afterwards and see where you're at and then just. And build that in. You start no. losing that over time, though, because you always want to do the cool high speed shit 
And you forget that that foundational element is where all that cool high speed shit comes from. Sure. You let that shit go and all of a sudden all that high speed shit just starts falling apart. It just becomes high speed and no accuracy. Right? And then it's just, (laughs) it's accuracy by volume. (laughs) (laughs) If I put enough down there, I'll hit something. I mean, that's the machine gunner's fucking motto, bro. True story. (laughs) Accuracy by volume. Well, in civilian environment, that can be a problem, right? Yes. Yes. There's a lot of unintended targets. It's only a problem for the people downrange. I'm fine. Behind the gun, I don't know what their problem is. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, it's awesome, dude. Fucking. So we work in the control pairs, but yeah. uh, you know, people stuck in that control pair, double top, whatever, hammer pair. Control pairs add one more shot and becomes triplets, right? It's sure. so just add one more and one more and one more. The ability to fire multiple shots in a rhythmic way. Yeah. Right? So one of the one of the big things that we always drilled in the Marines was failure drills, right? Yeah. So, which was controlled pair to the chest and then failure drill was obviously the one to the head. So it was yeah. two to the chest, one to the head, right? It can be four or five in the chest, one or two in the head. Absolutely. It depends, oh, yeah. It's fucking world's your oyster, baby. You can do it. <laughs> but, <fuck. laughs> but yeah. Um, that was How many of- to the chest? How many are I can put before he hits the ground? Yeah, like that's- right. See, isn't the, isn't it? Can, quick, can you count in the isn't it in a high level of stress? Probably one not. in the head instead of five in the chest first. Listen, sniper, fuck yeah. out of here. <laughs> All I know is that after our last conversation, I am only operating on the Stevie Nicks model from now on. What's, what's that? <laughs> oh, <laughs> only oh, operating oh. on the Stevie Nicks model. That's right. That's my entire approach <laughs> to all sounds, sounds, sounds like she's singing. Yeah. <laughs> if anyway. I yell out like a white winged dove, and they do not respond with the proper thing. At least three hot ones. That's how that's going down. <laughs> At least three. Yeah. yeah. 100%. 100%. Um, so uh, you got you got some training classes. You're here in Texas doing some. You're out at Lone Star Handgun. Yes. Who is a friend of the show. Uh, Josh Felker, the proprietor of that place. It's a great okay. range south of uh, And I would just like to say thank you for having steel available. Right? <laughs> like, I really enjoy that place because of that. I understand the, the applicability of shooting at paper and understanding control and bringing that group together. Which you have like that. that option there, too. I totally get it. Paper I, doesn't lie, though. It keeps you Paper honest. doesn't lie, and it keeps you honest. But it is very satisfying to pull the trigger and hear bang, ding. ding. <laughs> like, it's just, it's a lot of fun. But I do understand the importance of paper because paper is... You hear those people are like, I don't give a fuck how tight my group is if I can make the steel ring. And it's like, yeah, but under a stressful environment, if in a, in a non-stress environment, you're nice and tight. And so you lose some of that in a stressful environment, but it's still within center mass. You're just a better shooter. And the paper, like you said, the paper doesn't lie. If you're out of control and the rounds are everywhere. It will keep you honest. It will keep you honest. But yeah. a ring every time. It no, is kind of nice. I struck. It's great. It's like, yeah, but that doesn't actually dial you in. But it is fun. And we talk about that, how to mm. read the group patterns and how to immediately diagnose, understand, realize your mistakes yep. and fix it on the fly. Yeah. With a paper. You cannot achieve that with a so, steel. Yeah. Slightly off topic, fun. but I like asking instructors this question about how you feel about uh, optics on handguns. I think that will become a, pretty soon it will become a new standard. Okay. Yeah, uh, so you're, right. you're pro-optic on a handgun. Uh, or you're just saying I we're mean, trending to the way where they're so available like, that it's just going to become a standard. His EDC, he he runs no optic. He runs iron sights. Oh, I um, I run some optics as well. Do you? Well, but, I'm just talking about the EDC. I've you seen know, you carry if, today. If you know how to uh, shoot the iron sights, <laughs> you adapt to the red dot quite well, and easily. That's, and that's kind of the military standard, right? It's like yeah. we all learn how to shoot on iron, and then you don't go into optic that's until course, after you're proficient with iron. That's not how they're doing okay. it these days. Well, but yeah. my our generation, absolutely. God, well, I can't believe I'm old enough to be able to say that. Well, in my back in my day. 
In my <laughs> army, it was the iron sights were the standard, and then you got optics later. But not old, wise. Yeah, see, there you go. But I do well, salty. Even when uh, you guys helped actually helped me train my wife because she hadn't really been on a weapon. Well, you did. You provided. You were like, I will give you any gear or advice that I can. But if you want me to go stand in the heat, that shit's not happening. Let's not get uh, One of us has to work. Right. That's all yeah. uh, but these, the warfighter guys helped train my wife before she went to Mammoth. Our wives. Our wives. Trained yeah. both of them. Uh, and, uh, but like my wife had never really been behind a weapon. You had had some range time with Haley. A little bit. A little bit. But my wife literally never even picked up a weapon. And so when we went, we started with, Okay here's how you just shoot through iron sights. Like we are going to get as basic as hell. I'm not putting you behind all this beautiful vortex glass. If you can't just fire a standardized just weapon. Uh, and then it was great because that was kind of my thing and all of my stuff. I run LPVOs long range. I'm fucking useless. I absolutely can't do it. Now my wife can shoot much further than I can, but that, just that was you, thanks to these guys. That just, means, that just means you have overwatch now. Sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But um, that's always helpful. But it's that's I, yeah. always helpful. But that's why I asked about the the optics on a handgun because there's there's kind of the two rules of thought of like if you're good with the iron, stick with the iron because the iron will never fail. But a lot of these optics now are so damn good that you know that that failure point model is kind it's, of this. Well, the, the failure comes when your batteries die or some shit, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah but then, like, and and if you if you take somebody and you teach them an optic first. They're going to depend on that. Right. It's hard to come down from yeah. that once you're used to it. So that's why I was asking about the, there's how you always, feel about there's always optics pros on and cons, right? There's yeah. always pros and cons. Uh, pros, uh, first, it's way faster. If you grab the, grasp the concept, sure. how to shoot the red dot really fast. Uh, also, you don't need to align like Two things, four, right. four points, right. basically target, front side, rear side, and your shooter's eye. You just put a red thingy on the other thing and pull the trigger, and you're right there if you have a proper trigger pull, right? Yeah. Uh, it's it's really fast. The fuck are you doing? I can't hear him. I want to make sure his mic's picking up. Like oh, I'm, I can hear him. I'm I hearing him hear. naturally. Should I speak a little okay, bit no, I louder? So, okay. <laughs> I was just yeah. hearing him naturally. I wasn't I hearing you him through having my headset. Moment. No, 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 no. <laughs> Ross, get a little bit closer to the mic for us. I can do that. Yeah. 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 Sure. Yeah. Now fuck that mic. Yeah, you don't have to. There you go. Leave him a little closer. Um, I wanted to make sure you hadn't like come unplugged or something because all I was hearing was like a natural voice and I was like because I'm a natural guy there you go, yeah, there you go. <laughs> well you also have good you have good info and I want to make sure that it's getting out there sure so. I love I love I like the, the red dots uh, extremely fast extremely accurate uh, again it's all about the awareness and vision fast vision yeah there's misconception that a lot of people were complaining oh i cannot shoot uh, red dots so fast like an iron sights because that thing is always wobbling there and i, yeah. I cannot make it stabilized <laughs> uh, the truth is that you don't need to make it stable well and and the truth is you're you're when you're using iron sights, it's doing the same fucking thing. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like it's it's just, just more evident. It's just, just more evident it. through a red yeah, dot. You just yeah. see it, yeah. The red dot just shows you yeah. that you're not perfect and you cannot yeah. stay perfect. Again, it keeps you honest. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, I've actually, I've really enjoyed transitioning to an optic on my handgun because of the difference in shooting. Because I just feel like I'm seeing my field of fire more and everything and just relying on the natural dot to just kind of float out there. I feel like I'm more aware of what's going on in my field of fire and my peripheral by having the red dot, just because it's a shooting method difference of dealing with iron. But mm. speaking of which, probably the biggest benefit of a red dot is that you can keep your focus 
on the threat or respectively right, right. the target. Because I'm always looking downrange. I'm not focusing back to the weapon. So it's yeah. just, and that's you're why not, I like you're not it. looking at your front sight tip. Right. Rather than yeah. and looking just, for the it's not hard front sight and a blurred target. It's yeah. a solid target and then the both eyes open and letting it relax and that dot just floats <laughs> out there. I just feel like I'm more engaged with what's downrange Correct. as opposed Correct. to just engaged with my weapon. You know, uh, at the moment that you actually have a threat, automatically your vision will focus on that threat. That's that's how things happen, right? Oh, yeah. That's a thousand years of evolution. You need to look at that uh, saber-toothed tiger that it's uh, stalking behind the bushes, right? So your subconscious mind automatically will shift your visual focus on the threat. Now, when you're shooting iron sights, depends how difficult that target is. That means how close or how far it is or yeah. how big it is, uh, you need to move, shift that focus back to the front side as much as necessary to be able to see a proper alignment. Right. And that's what we call the focal yo-yo. And it's it takes time sure. because, you know, basically what's happening there Physiologi uh, physiologically, it's the uh, the lens is contraction. There's mm -hmm. a contraction in the lens by there is a little ring of muscles that cause uh, ciliary muscles around the eye lens, and they contract. That takes yeah. time. Yeah, like any other muscles, they can be conditioned to contract more or less, uh, faster or slower. Right. Uh, but it's taking time. Now with the red dot, you need you can leave that focus all the way back to mm -hmm. the thread and you don't need to shift back. So you don't need to have that focal yo-yo. So you're doing one function less. Absolutely. That brings the speed up, the right, speed of yeah. engagement. All right, that makes, that makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing that I like about shooting on a red dot is you, you lose that focal breathing. So yeah. that transition time of going between focusing on what's downrange and focusing on my weapon and then focusing on what's downrange again, I can stay downrange all the time. Correct. And that's a, it's a severe advantage. I remember my, my PMI in boot camp primary marksmanship instructor uh the way he did that the way he like explained like blurry target and front sight tip clear and all that right he's like he's like think of it this way he's like you're looking at your target my target is jennifer lopez but my wife is my front sight tip <laughs> i'm looking at jennifer lopez but not really <laughs> and i was like all right, like a whole bunch of like you know, like dudes sitting on bleachers. We're, we're all like, "Got oh. it!" <laughs> like he's a good teacher. <laughs> I was like, "All right, there it is." So there is several words actually that can describe that. If, yeah. if you dare, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, shit. so so what's your your thoughts on? So there's a lot of choices for red dots, and. There's like the four minute of angle dot, the two minute of angle dot. What what do you prefer as, a, as an instructor for people to use? That's a personal choice. I personally prefer a two MOA or, or the dot. Sm the I prefer room. a little bit smaller. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah. There are some great shooters that prefer a little bit bigger, up to a six MOA. That's crazy. It, it's 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 a personal choice. Yeah. It's a personal choice. Now I've actually I've landed on the the hollow sun reticle, which is a two MOA dot. Yeah. And then it uh -huh. has like a 10 MOA, right. like staggered ring around it. And I, I like that. It's very quick to acquire and it that's just floats what, a little bit that's more. That's what I got for Haley. Yeah. I just, I, I find the acquisition on it really nice. And I like the 10 MOA circle, 10 MOA circle because it, it kind of gives me a left and right limit on center mass at most engagement range is kind of where I'm seeing where the it's, edge of my field of fire it's is. It's because but, you're bracketing the target, which makes it 
it's easier, but you're probably yeah. not aware that that's what you're doing, but. Well, there you go. Yeah. So I was, I was accidentally being high speed. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I run a one MOA red dot. Yeah, I did too. Because I, smaller point of aim. You and I talked about that actually. And you said that you liked it because it didn't obscure your target as much. Well, it's smaller point of aim. Yeah. That's, that's a small, that's, smaller that's, chance that's of missing. That's on your 365? No, it's on my 19. Yeah. Okay. I don't even know what that is. I think it's a 325 on the. That's a pretty small dot. On the. On the um, 365s, right? Yeah, so I run the two MOA. Mine's the Hollow Sun, the five series one. So it's got the two MOA dot with the the circled reticle around it. So, like you said, yeah, I'm bracketing my target, but it's a. I think that's what I got, Haley, that same one. The acquisition's really nice. The other thing is is that the other thing that I found with it is that even slightly off angle with it, I'm still getting acquisition of it. Some of those red dots that I found, if you get slightly off angle, it'll disappear in the screen. Yeah. So you're coming back, which is a nice reminder of like, hey, you're probably not directly behind your weapon. But sometimes you need to pull the shot and you're not directly behind your weapon. So that's how you curve the bullets. <laughs> fucking whipping that it. bitch around. <laughs> that's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at uh, the fuck's her name? Jennifer Lopez. No. And you're shooting around your wife. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no, the one with the freaking the lips that could suck start a leaf blower. I don't know. She was married to Billy Bob Thornton. No, so on, many. audience. Which one? Angelina, Angelina, Angelina Jolie. Jolie. There you go. Yeah, she was in the curve your bullet thing. I oh, want so, it. Yeah. Yeah. Want it. Yeah. 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 Um, I have a quick remedy for you. Uh-oh. Just stiffen your wrist, keep the same wrist angle each and every time. And yeah, that it doesn't, it, will be exactly in the center. It doesn't happen a lot. Window. It was stuff like I've been out training with Jesse and it was like mm-hmm. trying to shoot from your back and <laughs> stuff like that. Quit lip wristing it, you said. Quit lip wristing it. It's like when I was firing some dude's 1911. <laughs> I had fired some dude's 1911 that had a suppressor on it. And he was telling me that I was limp wristing the weapon and that's why it wasn't cycling. And I was like, Yep. Nope. That's not what's happening here. Like, I just don't think your weapon works right. That is, that does happen. That is a hundred percent true story. You find customers that came into the gun store, like my gun doesn't cycle. Yeah. We take it to the range, like it works just fine. But come to the range. So we go to the range and I watch and I'm like, oh. Yeah. So I wasn't having that problem. Haley gets furious because like her her 17 would keep fucking up. She got real real good at tap rack bang. Yeah. Granted, she was also using dog shit ammo at the time, but fucking... When I pick it up and I'm like, bah, 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 bah. I'm like, fuck are you talking about? Right. This like runs perfect. What are you talking <laughs> about? She's like, what nope. the fuck, man? She's mattered shit. I'm like, you guys she's were, like, I'm doing something. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> like, you were on that. You were on that shoot. And he handed that 1911 like four people and like four different people had problems cycling that 1911 with a suppressor on it. Like I shoot 1911s. Yeah. And that thing was. That thing was dog It was shit. wonky. Yeah. It was, it was weird. pretty. It was very pretty. But it, it, was, it was like a legit cult. Very nice fucking. But it was one of those, like, I made all these modifications myself. And yeah. I lost me a cult and very nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's the same thing. Like, well, no, no, no. It, was, it, was, it, was, it was a cult and it was pretty. Like, <laughs> that's, why, that's why, if you notice, all I said was, it was pretty. Yeah, it was pretty. But it was one of those, like, I was like, I made all the modifications myself. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, but it's it's me. That's why me and the other three guys that shot this like, all had cycle issues with this weapon. I, I have a Is it shooting full auto? No. Okay. okay. I, I have a 1911, fine, but I don't say anything about it i just hand it to people and let them shoot it and yeah. they can make their own opinion it shoots wonderfully and it's a fucking phenomenal gun yeah but i'm not gonna be like this is the best 1911 you need to go shoot this yeah you yeah. know because now i have expectations and who yeah. fucking knows i'm a fan of mine <laughs> I, have the, I have the sig desert scorpion i fucking love that that, that, nice. that 1911 yeah. was a little too threeper for me that one was very threeper yeah a little too threeper for me so like my first handgun i bought was a 1911 i bought a i have a springfield yeah and it's nice it shoots great 
I have a Springfield. I still don't it's have like, one. I'm a big fan of it. It's it's very nice. It's I like own two. The, the one handgun I, I own the SIG. But I don't have as an actual 45 caliber 1911. Yeah. Yeah, that was the that was like the one thing that I wanted. That was my first pistol. That I, that's, I'm lying to you. My first pistol was the Judge. Scott had a really nice 1911. <laughs> it was made in 1918. Yeah, and that fucking thing would shoot. That's because he picked it up from the factory. Yeah, it would shoot lights out. Like, it did. The, the issue, and, and and funny, he, got, he got issued that bitch. In no, w- the funny w- part no. is, is he's like, oh, somebody came into the gun store and I and I and he wanted to sell it, so I bought it from him. Nobody else was there when this transaction happened. <laughs> it's because he just brought it in from his home collection. <laughs> Likely story, sir. All yeah. I'm saying is that Rosin, if you don't understand what we're talking about, he's actually immortal yeah. and, and is served in every major he's, conflict since Charlemagne. Yeah. He's actually the inspiration <laughs> so, for Highlander. That's what they yeah. tell me. Yeah. How yeah. many uh, lives? The there could be only one. <laughs> it's yeah. the movie. He's the, the inspiration for Highlander because he's one of the only ones you'll ever meet with an actual samurai sword. Yeah. <laughs> There's only one reason to own something like that, and that's because eventually they're all going to come together, and there can be only one. Yeah. And his but weapon is around. That's why nobody's I'm, allowed to touch it. I'm pretty sure he actually. <laughs> folded it himself <laughs> regardless of the end it will be only one yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you need to find somebody to cut your head that's it yeah. right yeah. That's eventually like, i've seen pictures of scott and i've seen pictures of browning but i've never seen a picture of those two in the same place <laughs> that's probably the nicest like thing anybody's ever called <laughs> um so, Rosin, another reason I wanted you to come on is last week we got into the conversation uh, around socialism and communism. And you being Bulgarian and you're what, 42 years old? A little bit higher. A little but, bit uh, up there, mid, early mid 40s. Yeah, yeah. yeah, whatever. You're roughly Scott and I's age. Well, minus a couple thousand for him. But I'm getting wiser. You're, rough, you're roughly my age. <laughs> I'm getting wiser. <laughs> um, um, the reason I wanted to bring this up, man, is you lived through the fall of the, SS, of the USSR. And the entire Eastern Bloc, because yeah. Bulgaria was not part of the USSR, but was part of But you the remember when Eastern Yugoslavia Bloc. was a thing. Oh, of course. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, you were fucking sure. Slavic, because you're Slavic, right? So, like, Yeah, the Eastern Bloc, you know. Yeah. All that countries, Yugoslavia, Bulgaria, Romania, Hungary... Yeah. All my favorite AK manufacturers. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> Bulgaria and still, it's, uh, right? it's living there. Arsenal. Yeah. 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 Like it's known like a circle tank here. Yeah. Oh, that was the funniest story ever. I came here in the United States and everybody's talking about circle 10 AK, circle 10 AK. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's a dig, digit 10 in two circles. But uh, I don't know if anybody knows the story, but uh, in a Warsaw Pop, that's an Eastern Bloc kind of uh, uh, alternative for NATO at that point. Yeah. There were so many uh, uh, military factories that are producing a heavy weaponry and stuff. And each one, each one of that factory, they had a specific number. Right. So there was a Circle 9, Circle 11, Circle 12. And it happens that Arsenal that producing the AKs was a Circle 10, which, which is, it's the same logo. Right. Yeah. Which, and <laughs> Nobody knows that shit. That's, yeah, that's the, that's the story behind the Circle 10. Yeah. Huh. I didn't know that. Did you know it's, that? It I, literally need, means uh, uh, factory number 10. It just went to that factory. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's all it is. It's nothing yeah. cool. It's still just an AK. <laughs> yeah, it's stamped metal and that's it. <laughs> so, but it will fire there's a all the time. But you, a can, you can dig it up after 20 years and it'll fucking shoot fire. Well, you got to shake it out a little there's bit. There's a difference in AK manufacturers, though. Not all AKs are equal. Yes, oh, that's, that's for sure. Take yeah. it from the guy who owns a single stack like a chud. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> fucking now that my workshop's up and running again, we need to talk. 
Oh, I got a guy for it already. Okay, cool. Yeah, I got a guy. Uh, he's he's like, fucking send it to me. We'll do it right now. Let's well, now that okay. I can vice it properly. Yeah. But when you asked me the first time, I was like, Dude, <laughs> you were not in the position. No, I Dude. talked to the guy at Palmetto State and he was like, he's like, fucking send it to me. He's like, I got a guy. I'll do it. I was like, okay. Okay. Well, yeah. So, if, hey, if a fucking gunsmith wants to do it for free and he said, if he fucks it up, he'll replace it. I was like, deal. <laughs> Just fucking trade them. Get them to send it one of your one of their fucking lowers. Right. And well, you don't even have to fuck with it. You just have a double stack one. Yeah, that's true. So what's, what, what's your uh, rifle of choice today? Um, I like ARs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah AR-15s. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's tried and true, man. Uh, we, at this point. Actually, I have a, a nice cutie, uh, Cobalt Kinetics 12-inch. Oh, yeah. Right, right. Oh, she is. She's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Shows so smooth. Really nice. I like it because it's uh, the ergonomy behind it. It's 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 fast. It's uh, easy to control. It's very accurate, and it's way more accurate than the AK. AK functions in any kind of environment because sure. uh, you know tolerances. Yeah, loose tolerances. Uh, loose tolerances, yeah. but uh, AKs have a tolerance. Kind <laughs> it's, of. It's loose. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> it's just spit on it. Yeah. <laughs> in the same vicinity. Yeah. That's yeah. that's the tolerance. A squirted CLP over here, it'll work. Oh, That's believe fine. me, AK have that tolerances like uh, Imri. We'll see Imri in a second. He likes to sit. He has a tolerances like a dirty whore. Yeah. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. Sure. Bless her heart. Yeah. So, uncorrect a little bit. Doesn't like I matter. mentioned, you, you lived through legit communism and social regime change. Yeah. Um, and in the, like you were telling me earlier, like, dude, like, bro, I was in high school. When this shit went down, yeah, like, yeah high school, like, yeah, like so. I fucking like vividly remember, oh, like, absolutely. all of this, you absolutely. Know? So often on times, like we get, we get into the conversation about, um, well, this last one was about mandatory service, and mm-hmm. in, in which which is a, a definitely a socialist thing in some aspect, um, and and we'll talk about this with Emery, who's going to be on after. After you, uh, so everybody after Roz, I don't Roz know, man, he's shaking here. his head about this whole like right. this show so, thing at this point. But Emery, Emery's Israeli, so he's gonna get on and actually fucking speak intelligently about IDF. All whatnot. right, because you were, but, we'll get to that. Yeah, um, but you grew up in that socialism, communism, like like environment. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about like what experiences you've seen, and then how? Like and why Hi- highlight the good aspects of it? For yes, us. the good and the bad. <laughs> Honestly, because oh, like, be on, on paper it sounds like a fucking great time, right? But and that's that's the idea, you know. Because uh, you, you talked about be- earlier, it's kind of beautiful words, right? Yeah. Uh, Hold on, are we talking about conceptual communism or conceptual socialism? Conceptual <laughs> communism, because behind socialism, okay, that's so supposed to be conceptual that's a- communism only works within a utopian society. Because as soon as you put in a ruling class that can actually govern communism, you it, it fundamentally breaks and becomes socialism. Right. Like you can't – because as soon as you have a ruling class, you no longer have full equality within the mass. So Correct. now you have socialism. Communism breaks as soon as you have a leadership class. And that's the controversy of the idea. Yeah. So it only works within a utopian society, which doesn't exist. Then so would. that's why it only works on paper. As soon as you put it into practicum and somebody has to institute the policy – you now have a ruling class and a subordinate class. That's socialism. It's not communism. You know, there's one main factor over there behind all that ideas, and that's a part of the 
human nature. Yeah. Right. It's called ego. And ego always strive for power and control, right? Absolutely. And, so but ego isn't always necessarily negative. No. Like ego can be incredible. Like your strive for not only excellence in your craft, but mm-hmm. to train others in the craft and being mm-hmm. confident enough in your craft to mm-hmm. train others mm-hmm. is a form of ego. It is. But it's ego for a constructive purpose. Correct. But so, but when you get into a socialist construct and ego gets involved, that's for centralizing power and monopolizing it. And that's ego in a destructive class. So it's, it's an application. So it, I totally agree with you. I just want to make sure for the listeners that we're not saying that ego is a bad thing. It's just ego and how it's being used is Correct. really where it, it boils down to. Correct. It is, but it's uh, also the ego is uh, probably the, the biggest drug in the planet in general. So sure. If you achieve something, uh, and if you're not aware about that, that ego can grow and grow and grow, and that ego will start to want more and more and more, right? Right. And you you start to want more money after that. You know, if you achieve a certain level that money are not a factor anymore, you start to want more power and more power and more control, and you want to completely dominate. So if somebody asks me what's the biggest drug in that planet – I should say that it's 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 a power. It's yeah, a power, right. and it's it's exactly like a drug. You 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 go in that rabbit hole and never stops. It's never enough for you. Yeah, and yeah. that's part of the human nature. That uh, all that beautiful ideas on paper, it, yeah, it breaks uh, as soon as you start breaks. putting it into practice. And yeah. that's I think that's the biggest problem of the modern society that we have forgotten uh one thing that i think is very very important especially in these days and that's philosophy yeah mm-hmm. philosophy right philosophy is gone these days well, it means no, there's well, still philosophical there's, schools but they no are nuance. more underground yes there's, there's no nuance there's no there's no back and forth anymore it's it's the line in the sand has been drawn you know where it's like now it's just so polarizing it's either you're with me or you're against me and it's like that's that shouldn't be the case, man. And that, like, that's a tool for control. Yeah, a hundred percent. But he's absolutely right. Agree. But it turns Division. into the ego thing, right? So like it's the ego sure. thing once again. Because yeah. even looking at philosophy, yeah. even if you look at it now, you hear this whole like, well, yeah, it didn't work in Bulgaria. It didn't work in Lebanon. It didn't work in they, Russia. They, they it didn't work fucking in fucking Finland or fucking whatever. And it's they, like fuck off. Or it turns into <laughs> they just didn't know what they were doing. I could do it better. And it's that ego thing yet again. And it's like. No, I've totally got this figured out. I I can question that. I I can question that. I think the core of this question is how do you explain what we're talking about to a 22-year-old in high school that's – the fuck is a 22-year-old doing in high school? Or in, in college, sorry. The 22-year-old. <laughs> Calm down. It's repeating grades. baby. It's repeating grades. Oh, weak shit. student. That's that motherfucker who doesn't know how to point out Bulgaria on a map. <laughs> <laughs> a 22-year-old. Close your eyes and point somewhere. A 22-year-old who's in college, kind of being indoctrinated to uh, socialism is a good thing. Like, how do we... What are they feeling the burn? Yeah. How, how do we, you know, like why, Basically, yeah. and, and why are college teachers who really aren't going to be powerful or whatever, why are they so like in on this, like socialism? Because they thing? read Marx and think that he fucking made sense. Right. It's pretty on paper. It's pretty on paper. And because they're so academic. It's like a 1911. They didn't do their homework. Right. They didn't study the deep origin of. That idea in well, general. They didn't talk to anybody. They didn't get out there and fucking talk to people who fucking lived it. 
You know what I mean? They they just read the fucking pretty words on the paper and they were like, this looks better. Well, no, it's what he talked like, about. It's no, the lack of philosophy uh, read, uh, There's no history. Yeah. Or, they, or they'll just read the Marx piece, which is very pretty on paper. Sure. But they didn't read any of the history that comes along with people that believed it and put it in action. They don't read any of the periphery. It's the philosophy or, piece that they don't get into. Or they only look at fucking Finland or fucking, you know. You know, everybody brings that fuck. shit up. Like they'll bring up like the Netherlands. They're like, well, the Netherlands is socialist. They got they stopped being socialist in the 80s. Yeah. Like, because it didn't they work. They haven't been. A so- <laughs> it was like eight years and they were like, this sucks. Like yeah. where our country is tanking like, and they got off of it. Like, everybody throws Sweden in the mix also. With, with their fucking what, 40% tax rate? Do you, does anybody know what's going on in Sweden right now? No. They have fucking mass riots all across their yep. country. Sweden is also the fucking motherfuckers that did euthanasia until like what, the late 80s? They, they, like. have, parts, they have parts of their country where government and officials and law enforcement aren't allowed to go into. Yep. They become self-governing like city states. And it, not in a good way. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But nobody talks about yeah, that. Yeah, I think more discourse. You know, it's just, it's, it's the shiny fucking picture, you know, that everyone wants to, same, like we, you guys are talking about with socialism and these young kids. It's that shiny picture. They're like, oh, well, you know, this is fucking perfect. It's like, have you ever been anywhere where that's the case? Like, I'm willing to bet you haven't. Because if you you spend five minutes in a place that has a, a even a smallest hint of socialism, you're going to be like, oh, this is a bad idea. Oh, and you can yeah. you can probably speak to this. It's good for about the first twelve months. Like everything seems great for about the first year, and then it just all nosedives. Like just go, go live in the in an inner city part in any major city in the United States, in the part where when you go fucking talk to people and they're like, yeah, don't go there. Go live there for a month and then tell me how socialism works. Go to Detroit. Yep. Go to Flint. Go hang out in Flint, Michigan. Well, that's the biggest problem there is actually just that water system. But Detroit, Detroit put in so many socialist programs. Hell, look at Minneapolis, Minnesota right now. I have one of my vendors is headquartered out of there. They literally pushed their entire staff to work from home out of their corporate office. And I'm talking about people that work and not because of COVID. They work 12 miles from the corporate office. And when they lifted everything and could have gone back to work. It is so fucked up in that city right now that for the safety of their people, they're like, nope, everybody's working from home. Uh, yeah. The general thing about that idea is uh, if you look from a philosophical perspective, it's to sacrifice the individual creativity, individual creativity that we are all blessed, right? To uh common good idea. Right. Uh how that should work, though. Yeah. It means what uh, differentiates us from the animals. That's the ability of a critical thinking and the also the individual creativity, right? That yeah. makes us a homo sapiens. Absolutely. And if like you sacrifice guy. that... Thumbs. Th- thumbs make us different than animals. Oh. Monkeys have thumbs. <laughs> Monkeys got thumbs. And they got thumbs on their feet, man. They're fucking better than us. That, no, that's why they're different. <laughs> if you're willing to sacrifice that, you become... The idea of, uh, you know, uh, bees or ants, right? And the, and the problem they, is... They work for a common good for one queen, let's right. say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, ants. Okay. Ants is, pro- is socialism properly at work. Yeah. Everybody yeah. functions for the health and well-being of one creature. And that's the only time it's ever worked. <laughs> but <laughs> I wonder, I wonder if... And and I wonder if that's the same algorithm over yeah. there. Yeah, the same algorithm. But that's literally where you get the term drone. None mm-hmm. of those ants function on any sort of personal anything. But right. I wonder if 
like the really motivated ants get pissed off and kill the ants that don't do shit. No, the but, ants, the hive actually, you know I mean? like, the ants that are essentially that try to, that deviate, get killed off. I the ones that are essentially broken, they just kill them all off. I guarantee you all of this changes once we introduce ants to the internet. Well, only if they turn it on. <laughs> Well, Rosin, thanks. Dude, I can't thank you enough for coming on the show, man, and and just providing a unique perspective how on that topic. In, how long are you in town? Here in uh, yeah, San Antonio? Yeah. yeah. Uh, we just arrived, what, uh, uh, a week ago? A week ago. Yeah. week ago, yeah. So how long, when do you leave? St. George, Utah. No, no where no, do you, when, when uh, do you when leave? You, when, do you when are you departing? When I'm departing, it's uh, mid- Mid of next month. Yeah, mid May. He's been here for a while. Okay. He's yeah. here for a Dude, bit. I would love to sit down and have some drinks with you and talk sure, more, absolutely. more about this. Because oh, yeah. I don't want to bore oh, these yeah. guys, but yeah. I feel um, like you and I could have some really good conversations about the application of political philosophy and stuff. At the end, everything goes back to philosophy. I would love to sit down and have a very long conversation about this with you. Um, I'll be more I will be glad to do that. Also do that. Uh, if you guys are interested, listeners out there and you're in the San Antonio area, uh May sixth, seventh, and eighth. You got a you got a pistol class out at Lone Star Handgun going, um, and we'll put the link for uh, the registration in the description of the video. Uh, highly encourage you guys. Like literally twenty years in the industry of shooting, and I learned some shit today. So, although John seen me shoot a pistol, I didn't say. Anything. I know you didn't. I, didn't I appreciate you. I didn't. I wasn't even there. <laughs> so I want to jump here and uh, talk a little bit, a little bit about what people can expect from that. Yes, yeah, please do. Oh, absolutely. Please do. Yeah. The class is called a handgun mastery. So that's a TPC philosophy, which is uh, actually carrying the legacy of uh, Ron Avery, which is a very well-known uh, name in the industry. Absolutely. Sadly, we lost uh, Ron three years ago. Uh, he passed away from uh, after a long uh, battle with cancer, but he was uh, one of these thinkers that uh, focused actually to uh, find the principles bef- behind everything and he defined the principles behind performance with a with a with a firearm now the different thing about that class is that um, i have the pleasure and honor that uh, imri the next guest here yep. uh from tactical rifleman and prime prime combat training that's actually his own company yep uh he will be the other instructor in the class so if you want your butt to be kicked or to be <laughs> shouted and to hear some uncensored speech over there, you will have that pleasure to do that. Yeah. So you can either have... <laughs> so it's either philosophy or drill sergeant. There's, Those there's are the two, two that you no, can no, get no, no, You're no, going right. to get a well-rounded education in this class. It, it, it's, it's far from drill, uh, drill sergeant, but it's a pure aggression. I'm just joking. <laughs> so I think uh, for our listeners out there, so you know, I think what we're going to do, because you had so much good information and he's... Uh, kind of a different approach is uh we're going to break this week's episode into two parts so you're going to be like episode one a and yeah. then we'll have a b for emory so uh why don't you go ahead mikey and kick the sign off on this one instead okay. of trying to do this hot swap also so that we'll okay. break this into two topics and All keep right. it clean because i want him stuff to be featured as an episode and then we'll do I'll another do episode what? it's a yeah. little cleaner what language do they speak in bulgaria Bulgarian. Uh, guess what? Let me think about it. Bulgarian? All right. <laughs> In Bulgarian. I fucking like this, dude. <laughs> Every it. time I ask what's, what they speak in Mexico, it's not Mexican, I've been told. Yeah, so it's, it's Spanish. It's Spanish. Yeah. So my ignorance didn't know this. You know, I will tell you an interesting fact. Uh, we use a, a, a Cyrillic alphabet, you right. know? 
Do you know that the, actually uh, a Sarlik alphabet was invented by two Bulgarian monks in medieval, medieval times? Really? really? Yeah, actually, Bulgaria was... Uh, so uh, how... My, my question was, how do you say the freedom friends in Bulgarian? Uh, freedom friends? Yeah. Priyateli no svobodata. Yes. Yes. Just agree with that. Just agree with that. You don't need to understand it, but just agree with it. You know what? I'm going to raise my glass. I'm going to get this guy to write that down. That's going to be the next t-shirt for the Freedom Friends. I'm going to say thanks for being my Freedom Friends. Thank you. Cheers, Rossin. Thanks for coming on, brother. an absolute pleasure. Cheers in Bulgarian. Nazdrave. Nazdrave. There it is. Like, share, subscribe. Smash those buttons, kids. Take your mom. Tell your friends. Tell your fucking mom's friends. God damn it. It's not ass-eating season, but butthole scarves are still the thing. And uh, <laughs> there's some people out here looking. I'm not going to blow their spot up quite yet. <laughs> and, uh, My last night says otherwise. Hey. Hey. <laughs> um, once again, it's brought to you by WarfighterTobacco.com. Use that code FTFO. Screw yourself that sweet 15% off. WarfighterTobacco.com. Um, and then, uh, of course, uh, O-Wellness.us. O-Wellness.us. We're going to get a... Freedom Friends 25, get yourself a quarter off your order over there. And Icy Tech Coolers, go to icytech.com and you can get, use code Freedom Friends 10, get yourself 10% off. And go check out TPC. Yeah, absolutely. And again, check and out this And don't class forget the also uh, Prime Combat Training and Tactical Rifleman. By the way, uh, we have a unique synergy with uh, Prime Combat Training. Right now we are uh, uh, putting a series of classes that are super, super interesting because we incorporate, we're creating synergy between the marksmanship, the ability to shoot really fast and uh, uh, accurate with the combative skills that that's that's Imri's uh, Zen over there. Absolutely. He's a master in that. So, so that's, I thought the method that's was, a super unique kick you in the combination. Two to the chest. <clears throat> yeah, that sounds right. Okay. No, more is more. So five, so, five in the chest, two, so, three in the head. So and then you can two to the, the junk. Yeah. See, I've been doing two it to the junk, five to the chest. I've been doing it all. And wrong. then stop it with Am nine. I fucked up? Right. I've yeah. been doing it all oh, wrong. Okay. And then the set him on fire. Right? I do two to the chest and then kick him in the junk. And then three more, just to make sure. <laughs> you know what, bro? I think it's all deadly. <laughs> I think it's all deadly. Uh, so, yeah. Wait, wait, where I, the- I don't know what I'm doing here with such a violent people. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Am I still allowed a tea bag afterwards? I'd be mad if you didn't. Oh, okay, Jesus. just making sure. Uh, so, yeah. You know, uh, three little things, small little pieces of advice that we like to live by around here. Just philosophy, to be honest with you. It really is. It's philosophy. So the first piece of philosophy we're going to hit you with today. Are you ready? Smoke on. Scotty? Drink on. God damn it, boys. Freedom Freedom the the fuck fuck on. on. We'll see you next time.